Welcome back to the Fearsome Failure podcast. I can't even speak today, so that's cool. <laughs> I'm your host, Kat. Uh, well, Scott now, so that's cool. My name changed. Yay for getting married. Dope love that. We have a special guest today, and I'm really excited. Her first time being on a podcast, period, as well as my podcast. Welcome to the podcast, my wife, Kirsten Scott. Thanks. I'm happy to be here in our house. In our house, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys, I, we were recording live for the first time in our new office because we bought a house a few weeks ago. We've been spending the last few weeks busy in freaking abundance to the point where our bodies hurt, but you know, gratitude and the things that we are so incredibly stressed over. But we have had a very highly requested podcast episode to come out or just story in general, even Instagram live, which still might be a thing is just us discussing a little bit how we met because everything escalated yes Um, how we met like eight months ago nine months ago and now we're married with a house yeah love that for us i know go us go us um so let's just jump right into it because hosh posh all the things let's skip right to it us millennials with our short um attention spans why don't you go ahead and tell the audience, who I'm sure if you follow me, um, you guys know who she is and she's everywhere all over my stuff. But if you are new here, hey, welcome. Um, this is a judgment-free space where we say stupid shit all the time and I love that for us and we do it in the name of growth. Um, but, uh, all right, babe, why don't you go ahead and tell the beautiful people, one, I mean, just a little bit of how you ended up in Florida and then how we met. Um, okay. Interesting. She pushes her sunglasses up, <laughs> you guys. Because I need them to be able to talk onto a podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, okay, so I ended up in Florida just a year ago, actually, less than a year ago, November 2020, right? We're in 2021 right now? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, my parents moved out here. I moved out here not long afterwards. Um, and in this day and age, everybody uses dating apps. Oh, yeah. This would be what first started how we met. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so I was on a dating app and I actually saw both of Kat's profiles. Awkward. Yeah. Um, one, I said, absolutely not. And I said, I did swipe left on, on that one. Um, and then the other one. When it said that she was divorced, I was like, this girl gets it. (laughs) And I ended up swiping right because I didn't know anybody in the area and... um, Didn't remember the first profile I had posted. Yeah, at this point did not remember the first profile, yes. Not knowing it was the same person. Um, But I did not know anybody here, so I was looking for friends. I was 110% emotionally unavailable and not looking for any type of relationship (laughs) other than a friendship. Which is hard to find. Yes. So we had started talking. Um, I asked her how many kids she had because the dating profile (laughs) stated that she had kids. She then told me that she had three you could, say, you could just say, I told you you had three. Like, you're yeah. talking to me. We're having a conversation. All right, cool. <laughs> you told me that you had three, and I looked at my sister and said, well, this is not going to be a thing, and I threw my phone across the room. Because <laughs> you were not about to date somebody with, I mean, kids or Correct. boys, especially three kids, because that's a lot. Correct. I get it. Yeah. yeah, so it started out pretty effortlessly there was zero effort anywhere like, other because than, we were just gonna be friends yeah yeah just being friends 
And I even like blew you off for like two weeks because <laughs> I didn't even want to hang out with a friend. I didn't want to hang out with anybody. Um, yeah. Let's see what happened next. We talked for what two weeks. Yeah, we texted while I had COVID. Evening in the evening. It was only a few days, kind of I think in total, because there you'd be sick for a few days or I'd disappear. But it was always like in the evening at night. Yeah. Um, because I was, I mean, I was working a lot and you were dying of COVID. Um, so it was more towards the end of the evening and just needing good quality conversation that had no expectation and no effort needed to like impress anybody. Yes. And it made it really easy. Yeah. We definitely didn't expect anything. Yeah. Literally nothing. When I downloaded the dating app, I downloaded it for a whopping two hours and then decided that was just too much and not going to be a thing because dating is just, I mean, for anyone who's out there dating, uh, especially with these dating apps, is just exhausting and ridiculous and energetically draining. And I also was not looking for a relationship in any way, shape or form. Um, we, we bonded over the fact that we were emotionally unavailable and um, not ready for commitment in any way. Yes. Um, and it's not even that we weren't ready. We just didn't want to be in yes. a commitment. And I know for me, I attracted emotionally unavailable people usually because I didn't want to lose my freedom, which is what I happened, you know, in my last marriage and all the beautiful, fun things. Like I lost freedom and a sense of identity and I didn't want that to happen. And so I was acknowledged that and recognized that and decided I wasn't going to be in a relationship. And I saw your dating profile, and I saw this girl with gauge-ass ears, so um, hell fucking no. <laughs> and all of these tattoos, and all I thought to myself was, holy shit, somebody has wrecked this poor woman. But friends are great. Friends are great. Like, it would be great to have conversation and to hang out with somebody who wasn't trying to, you know, sleep with me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I was right there with you. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we were just sick and tired of people taking advantage. Well, not only that, but nobody knows how to be a friend anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I always want something more, want a relationship, want something. Nobody knows how to be a friend. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. So yes. when I took a really weird day with no backup plan going to the beach, and I think I talked about this on a po- uh, previous podcast a little bit how we met, but I just released all expectation, cut out a bunch of toxic people, was crying on the beach with 2% battery, and... Just told you to come pick me up. Yeah. Even though you were dying of COVID and I, I didn't really realize you were still sick. I didn't even realize how sick you really were until like two days ago when we met. Yeah. I, yeah, I was super sick. I had no intentions of hanging out with you that day. <laughs> I know. I tried to hang out with you that morning because I didn't want to go hang out with the shitty people I was hanging out with. Yeah. You even sent me a message on Snapchat that said, um, attention please. <laughs> that same day. Um... And yeah, I had zero intentions uh, of hanging out with anybody because I was so sick. And I happened to be driving past the stop sign to the parking lot where you were when you messaged me and said that you did not want to be there anymore. And I was at the same stop sign. Yeah. So it was meant to be. Divine timing. Quite yeah, literally. something like that. And then um, you picked me up, and I had a whole bitch fit about how annoyed by people I am and how I hate people yeah. and how they take advantage of you, and nobody can just be your freaking friend anymore. And that just people always fall in love with me, and I love that for them, but I hate that for me. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
That conversation went on for about three hours. It's great. Well, we play basketball. Yeah. And you were trying not to die of COVID, apparently. I know. I played it so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then you drove me home, which was like 45 minutes away. And that was really sweet. And we've been together ever since. Looking back on it, probably shouldn't jump in a car with a stranger with somebody you've never talked to on the phone. Yeah. At least you picking up a stranger that you've never actually met before. You could have just driven away if I wasn't who I said I was. I mean, you could have just not got in the car if I wasn't who I said I was. Yeah. Once I got in and saw who you were. (laughs) First thing I noticed, car smelled great. Car was clean. Yeah. Already better than us. Yeah. Yeah. Those standards are pretty low. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Again, it was not going to be a thing, though. There was no standards, unless it's just standards for friends. But long story short, we've been together every day since. Well, and you forgot that you came back to my house that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that night. um, So you drove me home. Yes. And then I took a 45-minute power nap. I hadn't slept in two days. Uh, Incredibly hungover um, because I had just a horrible night the night before. And yeah, I took a 45 minute power nap, went and hung out with my friends down on the beach at the bars and they needed a sober driver to drive them back to Navarre, which was another 45 minutes in the opposite direction of where I lived. I never even went to Navarre, you guys. I never, it was just too far. There was no point. And I now been there twice in that same day and was driving all the way back to Navarre at like what eight? No, it was way late. Well, by the time I got there, it was like nine or ten. Yeah. At night, and realized I was only eight minutes away, and I really did not want to hang out with these douchebags. So I just dropped them off. Yep. And came over, and hung out with you. When we realized I probably had COVID. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's all good. I just haven't been able to smell or taste anything in a few weeks, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to kill me. To be fair, though, we were like three feet apart the entire time. Yeah, half asleep. Yeah. Until about 2 a.m. And then I drove home. I know, which was such a (laughs) dick move. (laughs) Like, I was just like, I know you haven't slept in three days and you've been hungover and you're really sad about your shitty friends, but good luck. I'll see you around. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had our first not-a-date date. Yes. Like two or a day later. A day later. Yeah, we had our not a date date because it was not a date. No, but I got my hair cut for it. Yes. Because we were, yeah, interesting. <laughs> you did use your hair cut for our not a date date. Yeah. And then on our not a date date, it rained like crazy. So we stayed inside and just told each other every toxic thing we've ever done in a relationship or two people. Yeah, for hours. For until hours. like six o'clock in the morning. And then you went to work. And then I went to work. I don't know how the fuck you used to do that. <laughs> I know now we're like, can we just go to bed at 8 o'clock? <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's getting late. It's like 8.25 p.m. Yeah. Well, that's because we just can't help but be up at 7 a.m. now every morning. Yes. But, yeah, so that was in February to March, and it's now November, and we are married and in our house, and now recording podcasts in our office. How cool. Love that for us. Uh, yeah, and you're my boss now. Well, that's cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) A lot has changed. Yeah. 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 Love that for us. Okay. Oh, fun question. So we had lots of... And we, you guys, we have been on... I mean, if you follow, you probably know a million adventures, I feel like. Yeah, in a bunch of different states. Like... We've been pretty fortunate this year. I love that. I love how you see it as fortunate. Some people could see it as stressful. I mean, one... 
what was that one month alone we had four or five trips okay. yeah and they were all driving tri- uh, trips ohio different parts of florida uh, a lot of parts of Florida now that I think of it. And the busy and abundance has come from, I mean, just our work, my work. Yes. Like, it's just so freaking cool that we've done all these things. Yes. Um, and just been absolute terrorists in general to each other, but in the best way. I still can't believe we've been together every single day. That kind of makes us seem mentally unstable. We are. All right. <laughs> it's been nine months. We met. We moved in. We got married. We bought a house. We technically share a dog. Here's, I mean, you technically <laughs> share a dog. Let's go, go ahead and explain to people why lesbian relationships happen so freaking fast. Oh, okay. So, um, we think <laughs> that it is because, like, a normal heterosexual couple, right, guy and a girl, date. And they go on, like, a date a week starting out, maybe every other week. So they really only start out seeing each other four to eight hours, what, a month, mm-hmm. right? And then that goes on for months. But I feel like lesbian couples, like, their first date will last three days long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then you come home from a date, and it's only been, like, three or four hours, and straight people will be like, oh, it, it must have went really well. You were there for four hours, and you're like, no, it obviously went terrible. Yeah, like, I came home. Horrible. Like, I'm here. Yeah, like, that's exactly. It's like, you're hanging out, and then you go to dinner, and then you want to go do something, and then you're like, oh my god, there's like a art festival tomorrow. You want to go? Yeah, sounds cool. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's not, I, like, I don't even think it's, I think it's females versus a male being anywhere in, like, the conversation we had before. Yeah, like, you're totally right. Yeah, the... Just men in general. Or yeah, like women, yes. lesbians tend to hook up and be committed and have it like that is just like super like fast tracked. Yeah. Heterosexual, it's like medium. And then like, I mean, gay men tend to just, I know this is not all gay men, obviously, but they take forever. Well, and that's, that's the thing. Like what, like everybody asks or like thinks it's crazy. We've only been together for so long. But why, why does the time matter? Mm-hmm. Like, if I thought to myself, oh, I'm spending too much time with her, well, then I'm going to spend less time with her and not think anything of it. Like, it's not like at any point in these last, whatever it is, eight months, nine months, we've ever been like, like, I feel like it's been too much. Has it been too much for you? Like, we just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. We just went with it. Open communication. Yeah. Like, it's been a lot of just communicating even when it's hard. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we also did not have any expectations. Yeah, zero. Like, Long. opposite of zero expectations. Yeah. Like, that was just not going to be a thing to the point where I don't even think people could even truly believe how much not, it was just not going to be a thing. Yeah. And turns out you're a great flirt when you just don't give a fuck about what the other person thinks of you. Pretty and much. Then, I don't then, even think we flirted, though. And then I think we, I was like, I've done this, this, and this that was terrible and crazy. And you're like, I can top that. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we're both shitty people. Yeah. Or we acknowledge our shitty mistakes and yes. are trying to improve them. But, yes. all right, I got some awesome, <laughs> uh, awesome questions from some of the followers here. All right. I'm going to go ahead and ask you this one. Okay. Um, was it love at first sight? Um, Definitely not. No, I don't think it was love at first sight, but it was, it was like... Compatibility. 
not even that, but I was just like, oh, this is, this is going to be somebody different. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I don't have any expectations. I just want to be friends, but I'm going to go about it in a way, like, with no walls. Like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's truly detaching from the outcome. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it was, it was love at first sight. It was more like. Hey, you're pretty dope at first sight. Yeah, you're pretty dope. <laughs> I want to say it was energetically easy. Yeah. Like, it was easy to swipe on yours. I honestly, like, the, t- the two hours I did have a her dating profile the second time, which we'll get there in a second. I'll just explain that. Huh. Um, <laughs> um, so I only had it for a few hours, and then I, like, uninstalled it, and I only got, like, two friends or people, like, women I wouldn't even say were, quote-unquote, my type or no. people I was trying to date at the time because... It's just too exhausting. It's just, I was not, not going to try. I had wanted to put way too much energy into my business versus that. And I finally started to understand the whole concept between like, I'm just too busy growing my career to date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I forgot where I was going with that train of thought. But the reason I had two of the dating profiles was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first one said open relationship because I was married and dating women. And I said, hell no. Which is valid. (laughs) 10 out of 10 do not recommend that. 0 out of 10 recommend um, doing that. So even if you have 100% um, encouragement from the other person involved, just it's not a good idea. No. Um, That's it's just hilarious that you saw that original profile first when you were here Here on vacation. Yeah. Like that's probably the craziest part that I saw when I was here on vacation looking at houses in. Like August or no, I guess it was October because it was right around Halloween, um, and then did not realize that it was the same person. Like I knew that you're set, like when I matched with you that it looked familiar, but not until I got the whole rundown of your past life. <laughs> past life. Did I? Then that's when it clicked that it was the same profile. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. yeah. Um, yeah, I would not say it was love at first sight, but it was energetically easy. Yeah. Everything's always just kind of been easy. Yeah. Which is why we spend so much time together. It was friendship at first sight. Yeah. Especially because the way I looked. You're pretty dope. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that the worst? Like, I'm like, guys, I looked at her and said, fuck no. Yeah. And yeah. And you couldn't even cop to it until like weeks later, even with my ears. Yeah, you always knew the right. <laughs> it's like, I know you hate these things. I don't hate them. I'm just not used to them. And now I just don't see them yeah. at all. Um, now I think they're pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty dope at first sight. <laughs> pretty disgusted at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, like, the fact that I hate scary movies almost more than anything in this world, and you have an entire tattoo sleeve of scary movies. It's incredibly ironic. And the fact that you said you weren't going to date anybody who had boys and I have three yeah love that I mean kids in general yeah like I avoided people like the plague even when I first moved here that wanted to hang out because they had kids (laughs) and let's let's get this to be clear guys this isn't because she hates kids it's because she was married and helped raise one yeah and it just it hurts when you have to leave that yeah um I mean I yeah yeah it's painful yeah so yeah all right, here's another one. I love this question so, so much. I'm curious myself. <laughs> what was the moment you knew it was forever, or this was forever? Mm. 
Dang. Can you answer it first so I can think? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I remember the moment. Um, I, I was already contemplating buying a ring at this point, but was giving myself time because I know I can be like impulsive. So I was allowing myself to go through the emotional ups and downs to feel all of it. But it was, and I think I've told you this, it was on our motorcycle ride. Yeah. We came out of your parents' driveway because we had stopped by there to get a helmet. And we came out and went left. And we were going down East Bay. And I just knew. Like, and then and there, it was like, you've been the only person in my life who has cared about me and loved me with no conditions or attachment at all. Like, you authentically are around me to love me just for the opportunity to get to love me and you don't expect anything in return. Yeah. And yeah, it was the sun was setting and then we went down Navarre Beach and the sunset like driving the motorcycle and you were freezing. <laughs> and then I came home and you did the dishes and I bought the ring. <laughs> and then I waited 12 weeks for it to fucking get here. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. No. Yeah, I knew that it was that day. I feel like I had a bunch... Yeah. I feel like it was like I don't I don't want to say that it wasn't like one very specific like big lights in your face like mm-hmm. moment that it was like oh yeah this is it. Like I feel like it was like this is it started out with like this is different like I'm going to handle this situation even if it's a friendship different. Like I'm going to go into it with 100% trust, with 100% loyalty, with 100% everything, as opposed to nine times out of 10 people are like, well, you need to build my trust. Well, you need to do this. Well, I have this wall. Yeah, you need to earn this. You need to break down the wall. You need to understand me as a person. It was more just like, I'm going to go into it because I feel that it's different. I'm going to handle things differently. I'm going to stop and listen. So it was like all these little tiny things each day that was like, yeah, it's more and more like, so it wasn't like, bam, this is going to be, I know that this is going to be forever. It was just like every day it was like, like that little bird on your shoulder. They're like, it's going to be forever. It's going to be forever. Like, that's cute. And then each thing that would happen, they'd be like, like, duh, I'm trying to tell you it's going to be forever. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like, in there. Yeah, so it like wasn't a big aha moment, moment, like, I don't know, like, sex? <laughs> no. Yeah, that one time we slept together that I knew <laughs> like, it was going to be forever. Hey, like, that's a real thing. I had to make sure I loved you before we even slept together because I wanted to make sure it was love and not pleasure. Like, yeah. I loved you for you, not for yeah the physical aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a I, real thing. I knew that we were going to be together before that. Like, I think that that's probably why it was, like, more nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, you were terrified. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just kind of like... It's probably why you proposed after. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Even though I'm not delusional. You're not delusional. No. Um, Yeah, I just, yeah, that was a good, that was a good question. Because, yeah, I didn't, like, it wasn't, like, holy shit, this is going to be forever. It was, like, little, like, things just yelling at me. It's going to be forever. It's going to be forever. Like, just paying attention to the signs. Letting whatever happened, happen. Yeah. And I guess it wasn't really, like, that moment for me that I had. It it was a moment that I decided I was willing to commit to forever. 
Yeah. Um, because nothing is, I mean, for, nothing is forever, ever. Yeah. Um, but it was something that I was willing to commit to, to creating a forever with you. And I've had people ask me, like, do you believe she's your soulmate or your twin flame or anything like that? Like, I believe we can have multiple soulmates, friends, animals, pets. You can have multiple soulmates over multiple lifetimes. But I think it, like, when people ask me that question, I'm always like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Because all that matters is that I've chosen you as my partner to be, to help, to go through all the things. Like, being busy and abundant and buying a fucking house. And damn near killing myself to get this house ready <laughs> in time. Having the opportunity to be able to just work on the house for two straight weeks versus yeah. having to also put forty-hour weeks into jobs that you don't, you know, necessarily love. Yes. Because um, that's no way to live your life. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Um, I would have been dead for sure. For sure, for sure, your body would have been put. Um. Now, the next question was, what did you what did you think of astrology or star charts after we met? Like, after I started reading your guys' star charts. Oh, yeah. That's, man, these, they really crushed it with questions. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I, what, what's cool is, like, I was very open to, like, learning anything. Like, I'm not very religious, but that doesn't mean that, like, if somebody was telling me something that I would just spit in their face. Like, yeah. it's not like that. You're very open-minded. Yeah. Burning Man style. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I, and I didn't know much about it, like, at all. I know, like, I'm a Taurus. Like, <laughs> like, that's what I know, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't even know too much about any, like, anything. Um, but I will say like, and in mine, like at first it was to me, like it's open to interpretation mm-hmm. right? always. And yeah. then the more that you learn about it, the more you're like, holy crap, like how would she know that what we just fuck? met? <laughs> like, how did she know that about me? Um, or your mom or your sister. Or my mom. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so yeah, it it is really cool, and the biggest thing is like even though that's what it is, and that I know it all now, like I learned that at a specific time from a specific person, and yeah, but I am like like the more I talk about all these stories, the more I'm like I'm way more like go with the flow than I really realize. <laughs> I'm just like winging it, like cool, teach me whatever and. I'll see if I believe it. And... Yeah, I'm opening to listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's cool, and it's cool because we learn a lot still every day. I think, yeah, it's incredibly validating. Yeah. Like, one one thing you've said often is, like, good, I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely not crazy. It was cool because um, in, like, ours, we had the only two star charts that said that we would live abroad. Mm-hmm. But my sister and the kids said that they would meet somebody abroad, not necessarily or have live a career. there. Or have a career abroad. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Um, there was something else, though. Oh, that it called out my two marriages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck this thing, no. <laughs> It's written in the stars. It's written in the stars. Like so success, the fact that my first success through sucked. business in marriage. Yeah. yeah, love that for you. Yeah, but the, with the second one. Yeah, yeah. 
Ah, luckily it stops at two. Yeah, you won't be con- you won't get divorced. Just be a widow. Yeah, because I'll kill you. Yeah, I'm not gonna be an ex. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm just not gonna be a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a really good question. A lot of them were like, "Was it love at first sight? What's your favorite quality about each other?" You're a dick. Thanks. That's what I like. That's my favorite quality about you. That's the one secret you're going to tell the world is I'm a fucking asshole. Oh my God. All right. Let me just tell you. (laughs) I'm going to say something and hopefully like all these people that follow us on Instagram listen to this podcast because I have been places like with Kat's work and like met people and like all of her great clients and like we have been to places where like people think she shits glitter and so we were in the car one day and I was like I just want you to know that everybody thinks that you shit glitter but you are a fuck face (laughs) and I know that you're a fuck face (laughs) I'm an asshole because I love you well that's fine yeah but I know the truth (laughs) (laughs) well I'm glad everybody knows the truth that I'm just an asshole yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, sorry. You're a fuck face. Nice. I still think you shit glitter, though, sometimes. Oh, that's great. Not all the time, but <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. Well, that's good. Fangirl. Remember we talked about it? Yeah. I do fangirl over you. Yeah, I love that I get to fangirl over my wife. Yeah, It still too. feels weird saying wife. Yeah. I've never had a wife before. I've never had a wife that's a boss. My boss. Yeah, I thought you were going to say I've never had a wife who's an actual wife. <laughs> so that's true. Like, oh, that's true. fuck. That's true. Hopefully she listens to your podcast. That'd day. be great. Hey, how's it going? You love me, you hate me, and I'm a fuck face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was great. This is how we met. Little tips here there. I guess educate and also the, couple, uh, or the, the people out there on why lesbian relationships usually just excel. Honestly, we were saying that and you were like, it's, you know, people just say it's based, you have to do it based on time, like the social norm, like you have to wait this many years before you get married. Yeah. If we're talking about the time construct of it, then lesbians should get married sooner and it'd be okay because they, sp- they spend probably more time together in a smaller period of time. But okay, it's like yeah. four years. So let's say that's 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. Probably more, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can do that in a way and it should be fine. Yeah. Also, when people say, ask, I'm like, well, we've been both been married before, so we know exactly what we want this time around. Yeah, that's true. Which made the decision really easy. Which also made it really strange, because I feel like we had an experience with the marriage before, both of us, that it was like, I'm not fucking doing this again. Yeah. Like, and so that's yeah, why I was, was like ready almost, to not be married again. Yeah. So it was almost like shocking that we were like, yeah, we should just do that. <laughs> I know. It was like, oh, yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but we also um, got married and threw a retreat for your clients. Yeah, the retreat was incredible. In the same weekend. In the same weekend. <laughs> we thought it'd be a great idea to get married. Just at the retreat on this beautiful, like, multi-million dollar home in Pensacola on the beach. And most of the people I wanted to invite to the wedding were my clients who were invited to the retreat. So we were like, well, why not? Let's just do it in the same, the same weekend. So we did. And Kirsten and Brooke are the real MVPs. And Allie. This one. And Allie. Real MVPs. Yeah. 
Kirsten, Allie, and Brooke. And my sister coming in hot, too. But oh, yes. you guys are, yeah. The real MVPs help pull off not only a beautiful little wedding, but an entire business retreat as well, which was pretty bomb. And the next one's going to be dope, especially yeah. not having a wedding in the middle. But we still might have to have, like, an extravagant fun party. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Fun party. Yeah. All out. Get dressed up. Take some yeah, cool formal. bomb-ass photos. Twerk on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. It's going to be great. Yeah. People are like, what What business retreat are you going to? When will you get to reconnect with yourself? Uh, duh. So. All right. Well, I guess this one comes to a close here. Please, please remember that I am doing a giveaway for the podcast. Um for my podcast listeners. So if you go ahead and leave a review, um, the more reviews we get and the higher reviews we have, the more people we have the ability to impact and get our message out there. So as a reward to anybody who leaves a review, I am doing a giveaway or I do do giveaways for um, free card readings as well as um, my, or you get to choose for a free nutrition um, recipe book too. I give that one away. Um, People really love the card readings though. Um, They're really fun. And of course, like a 15 minute card reading goes into like a 30 minute one-on-one coaching session, but um, just giving out the love and value, which is great. So we will be back soon. What is the plan with this podcast, my podcast manager? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I haven't quite gotten that far yet. All right. We are going to come up with a plan though. It's going to be a beautiful plan that we're going to launch, do it, and then review it, and then do it again. Yes. Because it's going to flow and getting out all of the hybrid vibrational content out there as much as possible so we can help people, as many people as we possibly can. Um, especially since we've now grown this business to a six-figure business, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Please leave a review. Appreciate you. Drink your fucking water. Protect your energy. And don't forget to just listen to yourself once in a while. So, all right. Love you. And we'll talk to you soon.